Uh, hello, everyone, and this is episode two of the podcast. Welcome. Uh, I've got uh, Turch, Turch McFace, also hey. known as Turchy. How you doing? Uh, very good. Very good. And uh, joining us as well is Niall. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Niall. Look at this. Uh, look, a second podcast in. Already have a. Uh, we already have an audience. And, but <laughs> <laughs> And we're sharing one mic, so uh, this will be interesting. Yeah. So welcome to the uh, We Only Do One Take podcast. As you can tell, it's a very professional operation here in our studio. And gym. Combo. <laughs> if you'd like to join the gym, it's only twenty four ninety five per week. Bargain! <laughs> you also get a podcast included. Well, speaking of the podcast, I got some statistics here from how many from about our last episode. From how many people have actually listened to it? Yeah, that's right. Oh. So here we go. <laughs> so no joke. Here we go. Last episode, drum roll. I was just going to edit that in. What's <laughs> that? Well, <there>, sorry. <laughs> so we received over zero downloads, Woo. which is a huge step for our for one episode. I think for Watch this out, podcast. <laughs> Uh, also, our Patreon account received over zero donations as well. So, we are doing spectacularly well for our first episode. And Just wait till we actually launch it <laughs> <laughs> on a platform that people can actually download it. And there's one other thing that all no, of... No, the over zero is wrong because I downloaded it, but I haven't finished listening to last <laughs> week's episode. That is technically over zero. It's, yeah, see? Stick <laughs> <laughs> psychology, leave the maths to the big boys. <laughs> and the, uh, the only other thing I found, and this is what well, I got back from the, uh, the audience who was talking to me about the, you know, the mixing and stuff, they said the, the garage is one of the worst places to record a podcast. <laughs> that was the only other bit of criticism I had. Otherwise, Yeah, but this isn't a positive. garage. This has got a couch. <laughs> it's got a projector. The car hole. <laughs> it's got a gym. <laughs> and he's got a door as well. Why is the garage the worst place to do it? Uh, well, wh- when you're looking for uh, somewhere to record, you try to want you kind of want the sound not to reflect off the walls, and uh, this is a very echoey place, <laughs> and so it's not the best place to record. Send your egg cartons <laughs> and spare sheets to. We Give only do one take. Give out the address. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have over zero stalkers. <laughs> <laughs> the address is 26 Sunrise Drive, Greensboro, 3088. Phone number is 94358369. So who's going to pay me to bleep that out? That's that's what I want to know. <laughs> so Kieran... Or call Niall Connolly (laughs) on... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so I'll just edit that out out completely. It's absolutely fine. Don't worry, you had to edit out uh, me talking about Christianity and Christians and and (laughs) baptisms last week. So the episode went from about two and a half hours long to nice, a good round... Hour. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you gotta cut off the fact. <laughs> How was your news article reading this week? 
Thank you very much for joining. I uh, actually did homework this week. <coughs> That's amazing. Uh, I was very impressed when we got into the studio. <laughs> and uh, I found some very interesting articles, but I've got to pull them up on my phone. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Turch. Well, I've brought a number of articles, and I think we might get our guests to talk about one, at least read some of the article out to us today. But I've got a number of articles, and they're all ridiculous in their own way. I have one about Mark Zuckerberg. I have one about Bigfoot. Ooh, big shoes. <laughs> I also have one about Sophia the robot. Oh. Okay. And I have one about Trump. Oh, yeah, give me some of that Trump. You want some of this Trump give stuff? Me, uh, give me some of the best is in the Trump. The best is in the Trump. <laughs> I actually really like this article, so I found this one a bit later than usual. So, uh, uh, only a couple of days ago, one of Trump's aides actually uh, revealed the wild secrets behind Trump's presidential campaign, like what happened behind the scenes. So he says, Life aboard the Trump campaign plane was unforgettable and a bizarre experience, featuring scenes like press secretary Hope Hicks streaming the candidate's... uh, uh, steaming the candidate's pants while he was wearing them, a new book says. Oh, wow. The Washington Post reports that the new book, Let Trump Be Trump, by one of his former aides, said Trump would rip off the faces of his targets with uh, expletive-filled tirades. Uh, They had had moments that they all wanted to parachute off Trump Force One. Trump liked his music very loud. People couldn't hear themselves think as Elton John blared <laughs> from, Elton John. from the speakers. Trump also loved McDonald's, which with one dinner featuring two Big Macs, two Philado fish, and a chocolate malted. Oh, wow. This is one of my favorite articles I've read ever about Trump. This just shows that he is through and through, just wants to party. Through the whole campaign, he just wants to really rock and roll the whole time. Well, if you're blaring bloody Elton John and... <laughs> Chowing down Big Macs. This guy is for real. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, I respect that. Have you, tried, have you tried the new BLT? It is just to die for. <laughs> so it says here, one of the jobs assigned to Hicks, who's now Trump's, uh, Trump's uh, communications director, was to make certain his suits were pressed. Get the machine, Trump would yell, according to the book, and Hope would take out the steamer. I just want to interrupt you for a second. <coughs> I am a fan of press suits. I just want to point that out there. <laughs> that having, you and Trump both. Having a suit that is pressed <laughs> changes lives. Now, the Watsonia dry cleaners do an excellent job. Another sponsor, right? <laughs> uh, th- that is. that is. We do give away free advertisement on this, on this podcast. Um, they do a great job. I've never had an issue with them. And in fact, I left $5 in there. And they called me up and said that I needed to collect it immediately. And I said, why? Because they said the person who comes in for the next shift will probably take it. True story. Sorry, anyway, Trump. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Hope would take out the steamer and start steaming uh, Donald Trump's suit while he was wearing it. And he'd steam the jacket first and then sit in a chair in front of him and steam his pants. This guy has so little time because he's eating his Big Mac, blaring his Elton John, he needs someone to steam his suit while he's wearing it. That is, for me, the most, the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, it's definitely up there. Is he doing that while he's president or before president? This is on his uh, campaign. Oh, shit. That's amazing. Yeah. He was he's busy. Wow. Yeah. So, so, let me get this straight. 
He doesn't take his pants off. No, he just he wears his suit. It says here, and they used to steam him, just to, just while he was doing other things, while he was eating Big Macs and stuff. So this man has so little time. <laughs> oh, obviously, it's all like taken up by Twitter, because goddamn, that's just a fucking day by itself. He has so little time he can't take his pants off. <laughs> little little time for a little man. <laughs> It also says here that Trump uh, didn't require a trained chef. On Trump Force One, there were four major food groups. <laughs> Trump Force One. <laughs> That's not real. Come on, mate. This is That's... a real article. Oh, real article wow. for the New York Post. New York Post. It is a reputable, <laughs> reputable, <laughs> reputable. Rep- you had anyway. it right. Just don't correct there. yourself. Yeah. You hope for the best. <laughs> we'll edit it in post. <laughs> it is like the Washington. Wait, did you say Washington Post? No, New York Post. Yeah, but it's like the Washington Post. I, I guess so. Except it's in New York. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, on tr- Trump Force One, there were four major food groups. McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Pizza, and Diet Coke. What a man. That's all I can say. That's amazing. He's watching his calories. He's got the <laughs> Diet Coke. What do you want? He's clearly a I man. I thought he never saw a skinny person drink <laughs> Diet Coke. <laughs> Well, he's not taking off his pants, sir. I don't think he's too skinny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, but his wife is a catch. If you were his age. Yeah. And what's her name? Melania. Melania? Yep. Melania? Yep. Like, god damn. Yeah, he's done well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, has done, he has done very, very well. <laughs> oh, my God. The patience on that woman is just, like, ridiculous. <laughs> oh, well. Mm. Mm. Uh, we suspect that his young youngest son. What's his name? Oh, Baron. Baron, that's it. <coughs> B-Dizzle. Uh People in the community think he's got autism. Hey, just because he wore, a, uh, he had a fidget spinner just once, <laughs> doesn't mean he has autism. Wait a minute. Out of all the people, I should be asking if he has autism. I should be asking you, Kieran. Rumors <laughs> have come around <laughs> that you may have autism. <laughs> No! <laughs> anyway, let, let me take you on a journey here, people. So, um, I'm at my parents' house. My dad finds an old photo of me, Kieran, a couple of others at my, I think it's my 12th or 11th birthday. And then we see um, Mr. PhD himself, Kieran Thorpe, in the background, attentively counting his smarties. <laughs> Almost. Here you go, mate. Pass him him over the the Maltesers. He's ready to count. I've never seen my dad smile so much. (laughs) He laughs. Karen, what did he do when he saw you when you walked in? I uh, don't recall. He told you to pull your pants back up. and (laughs) After he told you to adjust your bottom region, (laughs) he yelled, Thorpey, two or three times, put his arm around you and showed you the photo. Again. My my dad, father to three children, grandfather to two grandchildren, never seen him happier. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just wait for Ireland to win the World Cup. Oh, <laughs> dude, I don't know. It'll be close. It'll be hard to top that. Uh, but um, how many Smarties were there, Karen? Thank you very much for asking that question, Noel. And it's uh, great to be here with you tonight. First of all... Um, episode of Q&A I've ever watched. <laughs> First of all, I think it's important that we remember that the Smarties were safe. 
All accounted for. <laughs> the people demand the number, Kieran. <laughs> I, I don't recall. That was 12, maybe? I don't know. Spoken like a true politician. <laughs> <laughs> there was potentially, and I'm not sure, sources may say, might have been 12. Was it above or below a dozen? You know what it was? It was it was more than zero. <laughs> and that's all we can... It was above zero. That is confirmed. <coughs> confirmed. How many downloads did we get? How many downloads did we get? I'm going to get the... Wait, let me get the ream of paper that we got here. Did he add that in post? Oh, my God. <laughs> more than zero. <laughs> Ah, uh, shut up. So, Kira, what what have you got for us on <laughs> on that side? <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, this is a this is an old story, but I thought it was great. Uh, as I was doing Doctor Google, <coughs> uh, let's not say I prepared an hour before the show tonight, but no. you know, getting better, getting better as the episodes go on. Well, it's better than last time when I read your articles and you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Man eats underwear to beat breathalyzer. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Uh, An 18-year-old settler man tried to eat his underwear in the hope that the cotton fibre would absorb alcohol before he took a breathalyzer test. The provincial court heard this week. Uh, I'll blank his name. Was... (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just call him David. Yeah. We'll give out Niles (laughs) first. We'll give out, we'll out Niles' phone number, but you'll blank the guy's name that's uh, aid his underwear. One yeah, that's t- fair, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact it was in a uh, news article. Um, yes, David was uh, subsequently acquitted of a charge of impaired driving because he blew 0.08, the legal limit. Well, this obviously wasn't in Melbourne because 0.08 is... Northern Territory. Northern Territory. Good, good. <laughs> Just confirming that. Which, have you ever been breath tested before? Like, yeah. Like, no, have you ever breath tested yourself while you've been drinking? Okay. I haven't got that app, but please explain it how you do It comes in an app? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I was about to say shit. I've, I've missed something here. Yeah, just like drilling a hole in your new iPhone to get a regular <laughs> <laughs> headphone jack. Uh, you just drill a hole, like a straw-sized hole, you just put it in this there. This is not actually a bad business idea. Something that can plug into your smartphone, mm. right? B- blow into it. Yep. And then you get a number that tells you. <laughs> just any number. <laughs> <laughs> They'll call it iBlow. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take this idea forward. That's how I'm making my millions. That's right. Brilliant. So what were we going to say? Oh, yeah, no, no. I've breath tested myself before. How? Because I had a breathalyzer. Oh, yeah. We bought it for him for his birthday one year. Mm. It came in handy. Yeah, and I breathalyzed myself while I was drinking, and I was like 0.04, and I was like, I would not feel confident driving, so at at 0.04. So you're telling me we should lower the legal limit? Or, no, I'm just saying, or your someone blowing... <laughs> test was not very good. Someone <laughs> blowing 0.08 is... I think quite uh, quite intoxicated. It's pretty good. Anyway, the point is, he ate his underwear and he got off. He got off. He got off for eating his underwear. Well, for blowing under the limit. <laughs> this is the worst sexual innuendo <laughs> I've ever heard. 
I'd say he's a neighborhood hero. <laughs> <laughs> he did what needed to be done. I say put that man in office. As long as he blasts out, as long as he was blasting Elton John out of his window while he was driving down the street and getting his uh, suit pressed, I think we're ready to go. I'm sure he was hiding a couple of McNuggets down there. <laughs> oh, did you hear about the guy that drove through the drive-thru? Drunk as all hell, ordered 200 McNuggets, got arrested. <laughs> no one has ever driven drunk through a Macca's drive-thru ever. Lies. They won't serve you if, you if you're walking, but they'll serve you if you're drunk driving. Drink driving. Drunk driving? Drink. So does that mean you have to be drinking and driving at the same time? Or you mm-hmm. drink beforehand and then drive? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, while you're talking about driving, I was like, the Grand Tour comes out this month. (laughs) All right, great great conversation. You've got a lot of fans here. (laughs) (laughs) Those are more than zero downloads, really. (laughs) No, I think it's time to hand it over to our guest, Niall. Niall, what did you find? Let's just clap him in. I uh, came, I came, I came prepared. <laughs> no, you didn't. All right, let's uh, let's just check out. Uh, I've to, I'm just flipping through my notes here. Oh, oh these uh, these notes are. Uh, oh wow! I'll tell you what. Oh, ah, uh, my countrymen have finally got their just due. Here we go. Apple have agreed to finally pay Ireland their financial home. 15 billion in back taxes. That's fantastic. There's going to be whiskey <laughs> flowing down the river in Dublin tonight. Oh, more than usual. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's usually around 50, 60%. Like, you know, normal lethal doses, but the Irish can take it. Like That's amazing. One of the comments here, I wonder what Ireland will do if they became $15 billion richer. Uh, richer. Get drunk, wake up in bed with Great Britain. Oh, God, not again. <laughs> Dear God, she went right up the Cornwall while we were in the bath. <laughs> so how did, the, how did this realisation of um, lost tax revenue come about? Um, what's, the, what's the tax haven in Europe? What? I mean, Sweden. Sweden. Like Swiss, Swiss bank account. I was Swiss, Swiss uh, Switzerland account. would be my, the one to maybe choose, but... Pretty much, Ireland has become like a massive tech hub, like because of their lax taxes, mm. and apparently Ireland is a tech hub of Europe. Had no idea, but anyway, they gave unbelievable tax breaks to all these companies, and then I think the Irish government like went, "Hey, we should probably get paid." So there you go. I think the government cracked down, and Apple are like, "Fine." They threw us a couple of bucks. Fifteen billion dollars, though, is. Five percent of GDP. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <coughs> okay, that kind of changes it. I was gonna say because I know the state government here, like the budget's like uh, from memory, like a hundred trillion or something like that. So for fifteen billion, I'm like, oh, that's like that's like peanuts. But fifteen, f- what five percent of the GDP? Did you say? We're a proud people, <laughs> but we're a few people. <laughs> <laughs> What's the population of Ireland? It's like 3 million, less than Victoria. Oh, okay. In fact, Ireland can fit into Victoria, I think, six times. Impressive. Yeah, it is. It's pretty, it's pretty good. And this has been Irish Facts with So Actually, I got a quiz for Niall. Yep. Because I know this from your father, because he's Irish. 
been confirmed, yes. How many potatoes... What? How many different types of potatoes are there? Too many. My dad was diagnosed as pre-diabetic at one point. He was really angry because the doctor told me how to cut down on potatoes, so... They got a chart out for him of all the low GI potatoes so my dad could continue to eat his beloved potatoes. I wish I was lying. This is 100% true. He made the doctor get a chart of potatoes. So, wait, can you please put on an Irish accent and <laughs> and ask a doctor for a chart of potatoes? Need me potatoes. Show me all the potatoes. <laughs> can you add the poetry? That's accustomed to the accent. Potatoes. No, I meant the swearing. Give me me fucking potatoes. That was, that was beautiful. I love you, Dad. <laughs> We're on the internet. We can say what we want. <laughs> so, Kieran, remember last podcast that we did? Yep, that was seven days ago. No, no. Talked about the uh, the sex robots. Yes. We talked about them. I thought I'd bring in another story about. And and Robots. I thought I thought because Noel hasn't listened to the previous podcast, so yep. I thought I'd just catch him up. Yeah, go for it. On it, we were talking about sex robots mm-hmm. and how that might be a suitable replacement for the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> Another listener right here, <laughs> above zero. Um, Okay, uh, so what? Uh, give the Catholic Church sex robots. Well, uh, they have they... to purchase them. We're not going oh, to give sorry, it to they're, them. They're, right. Jesus Christ, they're, they're, they're not, not paying tax, so they can, yeah, they've got right. changed. So I thought I'd bring in another story about uh, a robot, and uh, I thought it'd be really interesting. Cause this What's is a twofold. Name? This is a twofold story. Ooh. So there's a as a new uh, there's a new citizen in Saudi Arabia, and that is Sophia the robot. So this is a female piece of technology in AI and it has become the first advanced artificial intelligence robot which looks like Audrey Hepburn has now got citizenship in Saudi Arabia and not only that it actually has legally more rights than most of the women in Saudi Arabia because it can drive it doesn't have to wear a hijab and it can vote. <laughs> From memory, anyway. I will vote for the king, anyway. Yeah, well, you know. So this happened about... And it doesn't have to be a company... Uh, you know, a male guardian doesn't have to be around while it walks the streets. <laughs> so this robot has more rights than most of the women in Saudi Arabia. Wow. Do you know there was, um, there was this um, so, situation where two female pilots... Obviously, one was a captain, one was the... Not the captain. And one was... They're both female? They're both female. Yeah. And they flew into Saudi Arabia. Yeah. But then they couldn't drive when they got there. Mm. So they were able to operate an aircraft, but couldn't drive when they got there. It's pretty crazy to think, That's isn't ridiculous. It? Well, here we go. Here's a pic... I thought I'd bring it a picture. So here's a picture of Sophia. Look at that. She's a doll. She, she usually has hair. Okay. She usually has hair. That's just... Um, this is like... Just before... This is when originally the article came out. Got like psoriasis of the scalp, or yeah. Well, like I said, she usually has hair and all that sort of stuff. So, but there's a second part to this story, right? So, this is this, and the second part of the story only came out a a couple of days ago. And apparently, the Saudi Arabian robot citizen has stated that she wants a baby. I'm sure there's plenty of dudes out there, (laughs) give it a go. (laughs) So, she is, uh, 
has stated, uh, I think you're very lucky if you have a loving family, and if you do not, you deserve one. I feel this way for robots and humans alike. It will take a long time for robots to develop complex emo- uh, complex emotions, and possibly robots can be built without the more problematic emotions, like rage, jealousy, hatred, and so on. It might be possible to make them more ethical than humans, she said. This is the robot. I foresee massive and unimaginable changes in the future. Either creativity will reign on us, inventing machines spiraling into transcendental, uh, transcendental superintelligence, or civilization collapses. So this is the robot. This is the AI robot living in Saudi Arabia who has more rights than most of the women there. I can speak really good English. It's amazing, isn't it? It's absolutely in- incredible. So I thought I'd bring that one in, going on to that sex robot thing. Now, not only that, I don't know if you saw the Snapchat that I sent you. <coughs> I just want to put it in context. Yeah. Who do you have pants on, Kieran? Can we get some Barry White music playing in the background when I, I talk try. about it? Excellent, okay. All listeners, just think of some Barry White music yeah. playing in the background. I've got a Snapchat from <laughs> Turchie McFace. And uh, looks like you're watching SBS late at night. I believe it was ABC. <laughs> the ABC? I think it was ABC. Oh, wow. ABC's getting raunchy. Anyway, I get a few Snapchats. And there is this man who looks like he's in his 50s. Yeah, give or take. Fondling what looked like an 18-year-old mm-hmm. sex robot. Yes. So he And th- trying to put it in position. So that one there, he w- that one there that we, we saw in the video. And your mum in the background. Oh, yeah, she's talking sh- about Christmas sh- presents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought she was actually talking about sex robots. Oh, she some of the things yeah. she was saying. She started at the start. Like, wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. So, at the beginning, she was talking about uh, Christmas gifts and all that sort of stuff. And then she talked to, looked at the sex... Uh, so, that gentleman had five sex dolls. And he also had a wife. Um, so, apparently, this gentleman... Uh, this, uh, his wife went away to take care of her mother or something like that. Came back. This guy bought four sex dolls that apparently he has more sex with than his wife. And then, this company in the United States... Is it because she doesn't talk back? Keep a PC, right? <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> Holding it against you forever now. That's it. I got you on record. So basically, this company in America was creating the is creating the sex robot. It's called Harmony, and she can talk and react and this and that. And he was the first one to have a, an official date with Harmony. But apparently, they're selling them at about eight thousand US dollars or eight thousand pounds to buy this talking sex robot. We're not talking about sex robots now until they sponsor and give us one. Well. <laughs> It's going to be a guest on the show. A guest on the show. I would absolutely... If I could afford to buy you a sex robot, Kieran, I told you in the the previous podcast, I will buy you a sex robot. There's absolutely no doubt about that. If you really want one. It's going to look like this. Let me pull out the picture again. Look at that. That's going to be talking to you. Saying, you know, touch my vagina. Can you customise it? Yeah. Of course you can. It's a robot. You can make it look like a fairy if you really want. Can you give it some sass? I always like a lady with sass. <laughs> you heard it here first. He's he's single and ready to flamingo with a sassy lady. Sassy lada? Lady. <laughs> this is a reputable podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what else you got there for us, Kieran? <laughs> Actually, 
Exciting news. House of Cards will return. Uh. What? What do you mean? Uh. I don't watch it. <laughs> Sorry, one second. Let me turn your mic around now. Hey, how's it going, guys? How's it going? So, House of Cards is going to return. How exciting is that? Oh, pretty exciting. Damn straight, right? Oh, boy, howdy is it. Uh, Kevin Spacey won't be joining us, though. Why? What happened? Kevin Spacey. Apparently he's gay. <laughs> 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 Wear it like armor and they can never hurt you. <laughs> no, I, I look, he is my f- one of my favorite actors. Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> he's guilty, come on. <laughs> I, I know. But innocent. And Do you know, actually, uh, side note, next Wednesday night, do you know what I'm doing? Hanging out with Kevin Spacey? <laughs> no, I'm not hanging out with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Proving his innocence. <laughs> I am on the basketball tribunal. Tribunal. And... <laughs> Take it slow, Karen. <laughs> Pronunciation is... Pronunciation. You heard it here first. God damn. God damn. Snapchat, have you got that? Did you get that? Is he rolling? Did you get that? <laughs> Always rolling. <baby. laughs> No, no, I, I get to be... Pronounce it right, Garrett. <laughs> I get to be one of those judges that determines how many weeks, if found if found guilty, how many weeks they get off basketball. Is it like that show, X Factor or whatever, where they tell you the story and then you press the button and your chair turns around? <laughs> I hope so. That would be amazing. <laughs> anyway, I uh, hit the guy in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a good hit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, God damn. <coughs> so that's pretty exciting. What do you mean you don't watch House of Cards? I've just never watched House of Cards. I've never had the. Yeah, I just don't. I don't watch much TV, and um, never really watched House of Cards. I never watched Game of Thrones either. I mean, you know. Oh, I know I'm in the minority here. <laughs> yeah. But goddamn, it is like the greatest show ever. <laughs> Oh wait, you're wait wait. Putting it out there, you're in the minority in this room of saying that in general. House of Cards, uh, sorry, Game of Thrones is the best show ever. Is that what you're saying? I'd say hang uh, him, hang him. <laughs> I was gonna say because I'm putting it out. There, I think Seinfeld sort of wins that. Oh, overall. dude, I was watching that before I came over here. <laughs> so good. It was the race episode. Oh. <laughs> I don't believe we got a head start. I think it was fair. <laughs> Come on, Lois. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will, Lois. Maybe I will. <laughs> but um, yeah, greatest show alive. I uh, don't want to fraternize with anyone so who what's thinks the, otherwise. So what is the plan? Because I, uh, from what I understand, Kevin Spacey was one of the main actors. Uh, is he going to be replaced or is he going to? Is the storyline just going to take a different... Nah, he's cut out. They're taking a different storyline. Yeah. And Robin, who... Well, in the last season, basically... Spoiler alert. S- well, it's already out. Stabbed his just own, like him. <laughs> stabbed his uh, husband. <laughs> stabbed his husband in the back. Um, and uh, now she's Judah style. Now she's president, and then that she's going to take the role. So is that how it works? Like, if you just if I was like president, and someone stabbed me in the back, they just become president. Uh, that's how 
Trump That's got elected. Trump did, did he? <laughs> he met Obama in a, like a men's room. <laughs> just shanked him. No, he, obviously not a mortal wound, but he got like a sharpened pencil on the He knew bang. that he was not president anymore. He, he, that's, that's he, he knew the deal. He's just like, I want the job. And he even whispered, you're fired. <laughs> uh, can you just imagine like, you know, 2020 comes along and he just comes up to the microphone. The only acceptance speech that he has is, you're fired. And that's it. He just <laughs> walks off. Like, happy is Larry. Be fantastic. I would love like a 30 for 30 ESPN type documentary on Trump. That would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> uh, but, um, ah, you, you went somewhere last night. I did. I saw Mr. Milo Yiannopoulos last night. Uh, <laughs> all right. How was it? Well, how, how many protests were there? Well, okay, so... And where was it held? Because so it was a secret location. Yeah, it was a secret location. So it actually changed about three times. Actually, let's... Before we get there, you were going to Milo. Yep. What were you listening to? I was, what, do you, what do you mean, what was I listening to? Yeah, what music were you listening to? Village People, obviously. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I met up with um, a few of the fellas in the city. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and we went down there. So it ended up being at uh, Flemington Racecourse in... Oh, not Flemington Racecourse. So like you're, first, you're, fir- you're first told where to go. Yep. But like where? where first, first venue. Where was that? Well, we didn't get a, a venue at all until the actual venue was decided. Okay. And that was at about 5.30. I had a 7 o'clock session. Mm-hmm. So we caught the train down. It was all good. So you got a text message? Uh, Facebook. Facebook, right. And an email. Yeah. Um, so we went down there. It was quite good. Lots of cops. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have news sources that say 140 p- police in riot gear were there. Yep. Uh, give or take. And about 200 protesters. Jeez. They, I thought there would be a lot more. Two hours or an hour and a half is uh, an ample amount of time to get to Flemington Racecourse. Yeah. And not, not only that, he was doing two shows that night. Hmm. And look, he was a bit of fun. Hmm. I don't agree with everything that he says. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I got a free book out of it. Yeah. What did he say? So he was focusing on some of the lefty media in, in Australia, including Clementine Ford and uh, Waleed Ali. And uh, he said some fun things about them. He'd offered to debate them a couple of times. They all said no. Uh, he talked about how uh, college, uh, college campuses in, in Australia are not as bad as the US and not to bring that sort of negativity over from the US. Yeah, he was sort of... But a lot of jokes in there, a lot of fun. But real catty. It was really good. <laughs> you know? He is a bit of a bitchy queen. I, I, I'm in the same boat. I don't agree with everything he says. I think he talks a lot of shit, but he's damn entertaining. And I, I think... <coughs> I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to go see him, because of the ent- entertainment factor. Again... Some of the stuff he says, really interesting and I quite like. Yeah. Some of the stuff he says, I'm like, I'm a bit indifferent about or like, yeah, yeah, it's not that good. I mean, he said Vegemite yesterday was not that good compared to Marmite. Lies. Here you go. He got a bit of a boo for that one. <laughs> you know, real controversy in Australia. Get I would out. have thrown cabbage at him. I swear <laughs> I would have. But you know, it was a really civil crowd as well. Like inside the venue, it was really and- nice calm, civil, relaxed. Were any any protesters inside the venue? None of them got in because the security was t- bloody top-notch and i got to give them creds to that. Nice. I've they seen them shouted down in a couple of places, like uh, mostly college campuses, yep. but that's good to hear because I hate when that stuff happens. Yeah, so like even getting in, there was a 
like you know there was a police line to get into the line to get in yeah oh. so you had to show your ticket and stuff to the cops and stuff like that and then even getting in there was security there and they did a bit of a pat down for everyone and they'd show your ticket and stuff like that so it was yeah it was quite thorough which i thought was really good because they obviously knew the the uh the complexities of what, what was going to happen and you know no, but it was really good. I highly, if he came down to Australia again, I'd probably see him again, just because you know he's probably got different stuff to say, and he's it's almost <laughs> like, it's like seeing a political comedian, and that's it's you know it's like it's it's just fun to see. It's fun to see someone break uh, things down in a in a comedic way that's also pretty factual, and have fun with it. So, would you say he's like a right wing George Carlin or something like that? Yeah, but see, it's it's funny you say that because I would say that George Carlin nowadays would almost swing to the right more than yeah. more than the left because of you know he was big on the free speech, he was big on the you know lack of PC culture and this mm. and that. And George Carlin, what did he do? He swore he wanted you know you know didn't like uh, religious ideologues and all that sort mm. of stuff. Um, he would almost be on the right, and I think it's really interesting seeing the shift from the the right wing that have sort of. You know, the right and the left wing have sort of swapped sides within, you know, free speech and all that sort of stuff. Really, really been interesting to watch over the last couple of years. I've definitely seen a lot of left wing people like push to more of the libertarian middle type stuff just because yeah. both sides are getting a bit extreme. It's, uh, it's just interesting how it's happening. And I don't know, the eyes are on kind of America for that kind of stuff, especially YouTube and all that kind of jazz. True. But uh, I'm really glad it was a good show. I'm just glad it didn't get shut down because I think he uh, he puts on a good show. I probably won't go and see him, but I've, I've definitely watched a couple of his YouTube videos. Well, he but went uh, down to Parliament uh, with the Liberal Democrat leader. Uh, what's his name? Senator Mark something. <coughs> One of the senators there. So he was talking to Parliament House today. And no, no, no. Not talking at Parliament House. Talking in Parliament House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, let me get. The, sorry, Mister uh, Politician over there. Let's get this. this the politicians right. are like. Uh, I, I heard a few of them say they're just like, they're like, oh, uh, Miley's coming up. They're like, well, he's not talking at us. He's he's hide one of the rooms. So, well, it's something because I, I believe the Greens Party wanted to to not allow him to talk. Mm. So I think that's just. I think that's a, that's a real shame. The, the fact that you know, I don't know. I guess anything sort of suppressing someone who's been invited to come and speak should be allowed to speak, even if the ideas are terrible. Hmm. Um, uh, just going on what yeah. you just said, then, like, I think it's best to let people speak because if their ideas are really terrible, let them hang themselves. Yeah, exactly right. Because all you're doing by repressing. I mean, we have a podcast. I mean, for God's <laughs> sake, God, I mean, this is just a train wreck right here. <laughs> Uh, I've said this before, not on obviously the podcast. No, we're to say it again. It's episode two. <laughs> Worldwide premiere, people. <laughs> <laughs> but I find it interesting that you said that he he has asked um, what's his face, Wally, to debate him. Yep. Because I've been saying, Miley is the type of person who will never debate a philosopher. He will never debate someone that knows how to put together an argument. Because every time he speaks, I I just I can pick all the holes in yeah, the argument yeah. and I'm, and I get really annoyed at the left the extreme left who just scream at shout at him I'm like you you don't know how to argue like yeah. he's he I think he's actually quite easy to to argue with 
but I've been at the, my thoughts of like he'll never debate someone who's who's got like philosophy training or argument training because he's he kn- he obviously knows the gaps but he's a provocateur so yeah. he wants to find the people who are just going to yeah, scream so and I, shout. I, I read an article before he before he did all these speeches and stuff like that. he said he actually asked to go on the project and talk to Waleed and he even offered to do a talk mm. uh, like like on camera and then they can edit it anyway mm. and they they said no so yeah he's just like you know and he even said i think it was a news.com article saying that he was he found waleed cowardly in that regard i i know there's people out there who go we're not i mean he would be considered extreme um and and some of the things that he've said are very extreme and very oh, yeah. are very disgusting and there's people out there who are just like um, who would go, no, we're not debating him. He's too extreme and he's going to get too much attention. Mm. It's better not to debate him so he doesn't get the attention. Which is really interesting because he's even said the only way to get rid of people like him or people, you know, especially, you know, is to is for the media and people to stop talking about him. Because if, if people stop talking about him, he's got no fuel for the, f- you know, yeah, fuel for the yeah. fire. Because he works off the fact that people go, oh, he's so right wing, he's so, uh, he's so this, he's so bad, he's so terrible. He he thrives off that. That's how he gets more people to f- follow him on Facebook, to more people to watch his YouTube videos. People go, oh, look at this guy, and look how bad he is. Let me read this news article. And he said it before. Some of his views are not as straightforward as left and right some of them are a bit more new uh, more nuanced just like everyone's opinions really you know and it's only after people have a, more of a read of him or listen to one of his lectures or do something like that do they understand that you know yes he's got some really left-wing views on things he's got really right-wing views on things you know it's, it's really interesting uh, to see to see the duality of it and especially seeing and that's uh, i think that's really sad when people don't want to go see people like that you know on stage and listen to what people have to say about any kind of topic you know uh because you always learn something no matter even if you don't agree with them you can go as you've said kieran you can pick out their arguments so when you talk about it with someone someone else you know well this person brought up this and this is the way that that person's wrong and i think uh, you know saying going forward like yep if he debates someone that is a, a, a philosopher uh, you know philosopher or something like that and I think Niall was saying, if you can pick apart his argument and you could just, you know, get it done, you know, you should do it. I mean, if his ideas don't stand up to any type of scrutiny, they he's got crappy well, ideas. Well, that's it. And then he just loses followers, loses fans, just and that. People go, oh, look, he's actually a fraud. But so far, either no one's done that or they're sh- he's able to... Or he's, a, you know, either no one's done it, he's been a better debater than them, or it ha- just hasn't been the right timing. Mm. Or he's actually really, really good at debating. Whether, whether What that is stands to reason. I mean, you know, whichever one of those options are, it stands to reason. If the late Christopher Hitchens was here. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> that would, God isn't real. and <laughs> That would be... Uh, now, if you're thinking of getting a Christmas gift for anyone, if you, I would recommend Christopher Hitchens' God is Not Great, How Religion Poisons Everything. Great read. And while we're doing some uh, uh, product placements, <clears throat> I'd like to thank our sponsor this week. It's Little Creatures Pal Al. Pal Al. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
So you are classically educated, or <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> I'm the doctor. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> I would also like to say we also have another sponsor this week, which is the uh, fantastic, incredible, luscious, sensual cover band, The Clichés. I'll edit that in post. <laughs> So the Clichés are a six-piece funk pop cover band from uh, the northern suburbs and they will be playing a show at 303 Bar in Northgate on the 8th of December. The show starts at 7.30. I just want to point out, is, is it the 5th today? It is the 4th today. It is the 4th. Right, so it's the 4th today. So we've got four days to get this out. Five, yeah. <laughs> out to the people to get above zero listeners to make it worthwhile. That's right. So yeah, so 8th of December at 7.30, it's a $10 entry at the 303 bar, but all proceeds will be going to the Salvation Army. So let's go from Milo Yiannopoulos to uh, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I have not read this at all, so this is actually very so funny. So recently, he's been doing a trip around the USA. He's been going to uh, 50 states to interact with ordinary Americans as part of his New Year's resolution. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, did you say 50? All f- yeah, 50 states. Oh, he's 50 states. All 50 states. Sorry, I thought you said 50 people. Sorry. Oh, well, he is. And he's going to interact with ordinary Americans as part of his new resolution. And he's scratching off a few uh, currently. So here he is over here visiting a, uh, a car plant. Michigan, building cars in Michigan. Look at that. Look at that. He's probably just wondering where these people park their yachts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's another one here. He went to a farm. God damn, he's a real salt of the earth kind oh, of guy right here. Down, down to earth. Look at this gentleman right here. The only problem with these photos are is that everyone's taking them and deciding to make fun of them. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought I'd I'd give you one each. Um, lucky we had two people on the oh, show. Look at this. Fuck. It's like I planned for it. I'm going to give you one each. Uh, so, uh, Niall, you're the guest. You can choose which one you'd like to read and pass one off to, to Kieran. And what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to describe the picture in detail and read the caption that someone else has written. So, he's in a restaurant. He's eating, I think, like a Subway-type sandwich. Uh, he's got some potato gems. Some sort of dip. Oh, yeah, it actually looks really good. Let's uh, let's read. And what about his face? What 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 kind of look does he have on his face? Kind of a weird forced <laughs> smile, like he's he's like laughing at someone's joke, but he's secretly waiting to take a massive shit, <laughs> and he does not look comfortable. Um, so what uh, is what's the caption that someone has given that photo? Thank you, fellow human, for sustenance for Zuckerberg. This sandwich <laughs> it is woeful woefully inf- inefficient yet makes my taste senses live again <laughs> he's just a cavalcade of emotions people <laughs> he's just a super relatable guy <laughs> so Kieran I've, I've got another a picture I've got another picture over there for you so what is what is Mr. Zuckerberg doing in that photo tell over there tell the people what you see Kieran. tell you Kieran, yeah what, where did he touch you <laughs> He touched me here and here. <coughs> uh, it's a visual joke here and it doesn't work. <laughs> well, duh. His pants on here. Wait till the video for the podcast comes along. <laughs> the vlog, I believe they call it. 
So describe All right. what you see in that photo over there. Can I, before I do that, you know, talking about dip. <laughs> I watched a clip of Gordon Ramsay last night. And he put chickpeas, beetroot, uh, a little bit of lemon, zipped it up, and it was beetroot dip. It's it's like, yeah, beetroot hummus dip. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It looked wonderful. <laughs> All right, what do we have? So describe the picture. What have we got? We've got a, a cow. <laughs> uh, and, and, and a baby cow. Yep. Yep. Well, it's between a calf and a cow, so it's a, it's a, it's like a teenager. <laughs> yeah, a teenager cow. It's never been said that Karen has never got bogged down in the details, ever. I will fight people in the street if they ever say that. Karen, proceed with your possibly teenage cow story. Thank you. No, it's very important that I understand this. Um, now, Mark is wearing what looks like a North Face puffer jacket, mm-hmm. uh, jeans, runners. Yeah. Handsome. Yeah. Uh, he's looking good. He's got, uh, he, he's got some milk. He's... <laughs> <laughs> From his teat or what? That's a... <laughs> no, no, no. It's in a bottle. It's yep. in a bottle. Yeah. He's obviously, I was going to say milking the cow, but he's not. <laughs> he's, he's feeding, feeding the, cow the cow milk. milk. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the other hand on its, what appears to be shoulders. You know, the shoulder blades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, if that's if you had if you had to put it in, in human comparisons, it would be where its shoulders are. Continue. Alright. So behind its neck. Uh he's got a he's got a bit of a smile. Fresh haircut. And uh that's that's the scene. What about the car in the background there, Kira? What do we got? Oh, we've got a bus. We've got a bus? We've got a bus in the background and we've also got a, a people mover. We've got a van. And there's some fine machinery as well. And a hose. And a hose. So uh, just to give people context, this is what Mark Zuckerberg wrote on top of this. He says, I spent the afternoon with the Gant family on their farm in Wisconsin. Jed Gant and his family raised dairy and beef cattle, just like five generations of Gants before them did. And what has someone captured that photo of Mark Zuckerberg feeding a cow milk? Beef of the past. I am Zuckerberg. Drink of this beef milk I have grabbed from the substantive teats. Soon you shall be burgers glorious. Absolutely fantastic. (laughs) (sighs) If you'd like to see all these pictures of Mark Zuckerberg, I'll send the link in the the description of the video of uh, of the podcast here on their website. Which Kieran will be starting this week. We've got a website. You'll be making it. You said that. Did I? Yeah, I've got a text. Where where is it? You're the tech guy of the group. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't recall. No, I'll put a website together. It's all good. I know how to do that. I'll outsource it. No, what are you doing next week? I think I might be on a podcast. (laughs) Not this podcast. (laughs) A better podcast. A more highbrow podcast. (laughs) We edit the shit of our podcast starring Niall starts next week. <laughs> it goes for one whole minute. It took 40 hours to record. <laughs> you begged me to be on tonight, Niall. You begged me. You found out we did a podcast and you begged to come on here. Begged me. I um, don't don't recall it going down that way. I was, I was promised a mic. <laughs> you are on your hands and knees 
crying like a little girl. You weren't going to tell people about that, all right? Kieran, <laughs> uh, so so do you have another news, bit of news for us over there? Uh, sorry, my sister was calling me. Oh, tell her I'll call her back. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Okay, well, she's an adult and you're an adult and, you know, I'm not going to get in the way between uh, uh, between two adults. I honestly wasn't expecting you to condone that. <laughs> I thought I'd go down that pathway because that seems more creepy. Wait, are you calling me creepy or your sister creepy? A child. I could be your next brother-in-law, Kieran. <laughs> Uncle to your nephews. <laughs> <laughs> Here is some family. scary. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I got my article. There we go. I'm gonna put the thinking music fucking everywhere. Or <laughs> 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 just like, uh, yeah, it's all right. I got some ideas already. It's too much going on in this. Break. Sometimes you don't respond, and it, they just seem weirder. Yep. Yeah. Well, this is the weirdest article I've ever heard. All right, this is a while back. While back. This is a while back. Th- Get this in the year. time machine. This year. Yep. Um. And I thought... I, I don't actually have the full article because I've only got the screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got the screenshot, but... <laughs> it, this is from Send Al... In your best <laughs> Zuckerberg picture. <laughs> this is from Al Jazeera News. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one more time. How's Al going? <laughs> Al Jazeera. You're going to take a list of all this shit. (laughs) I thought I was bad. (laughs) I'm not sure if I like the fact that we've got a guest. (laughs) You invited him. You didn't point out my stuff ups last week. That's all right. I won't even edit them out this week. All right, from Al Al Jazeera. And uh, this is uh, uh, from Iraq. This is the Iraqi Prime Minister. And he goes, It's a matter of a few days and we will announce the total liberation of Mosul. Good. I just want to point that out. Yeah. He's done a news story announcing that they're about to complete the mission. Yeah. But they haven't completed the mission. But that's that's like that's like anything. That's like you know, in films go like you know, like Star Wars. Like in three days, we'll be announcing that we'll be announcing a trailer. It's the same thing. It's just hype. He's just a hype man. He's hyping up. He's like, we're gonna do it in a couple of days though. Stick around. We're ready to go. I just want to inform my housemates that I'm announcing that I may put out the bins tonight. <laughs> it could happen. Just letting you know. Probably not there. I'm lazy. Noah's bin company. He will come around to your house <laughs> and move your bins. Uh, not a sponsor either. <laughs> if you'd like Noel to put out your bin, his number is zero to four. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell us what Al had to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I took a screenshot, so I can't actually access oh. the um, article. Well, you know what, people? Sometimes I don't bring in the scoops. But this time, I brought in a scoop. Woohoo! Bigfoot 
That's been cybered. No way. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> He's also been heard. His name is Karen Thorpe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so state troopers in Nebraska I can taste it <laughs> uh, genera- uh, Generating plenty of online buzz Thanks to their Facebook post About a Bigfoot sighting Last night about 10-15 t- uh, Someone reported seeing Bigfoot On the shoulders of the I-80 Near MM197 So was it like the shoulder of a cow Or the shoulder <laughs> of, a, of a human <laughs> <sighs> The troopers responded But reported back that the Sasquatch Remained elusive must have just missed them. <laughs> <laughs> Did he leave a wristwatch oh. or something? <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. So people have decided that, uh, that, that, that. So let's have a look. This is the picture. This is actually the picture from their Facebook that they did, that they put. Uh, at the <laughs> <laughs> it's like they smeared Vaseline on the fucking lens. <laughs> <laughs> so people have decided that. This is just as funny as I think it is. So iPhone X, the quality is amazing. <laughs> ah, its migration and ch- cli- uh, its migration and climate change is forcing them into new areas. Please drive carefully. Bigfoot should known. Uh, Bigfoot should know it's illegal to hitchhike along the interstate. Uh, not too far from Colorado. Maybe that was smoking Colorado's finest. Putting it out there, like. If if our police ever said we just spotted Bigfoot, I'll just be like, you know what, just defund them. I mean, really, <laughs> like, if that's the best thing that they can spend their time doing, looking for Bigfoot. I mean, we have TV shows for that. You know, find wit- wristwatches. I got to say, I if if I was in the police force, and it was my job to find Bigfoot, mm. I would never quit the police force. Yeah. Well, you can't. They they lock you in. Karen, what was your score on the beep test? <laughs> <laughs> I believe there's a requirement to get it. At my prime, 9.4. And how about now? Tell the people, Karen. <laughs> What's your score now? 9.6. Ah, the same number of M&Ms from all those years ago. Possibly on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, we mean no offence. I mean some offence. Come on. Specifically to you. (laughs) Uh, The the one over zero people. uh, Hey, we've been given a platform, damn it. We've got to offend over zero people. (laughs) I will drive that joke into the ground. I don't (laughs) care. I don't care. Anything else for us over there? I um had a burger today. That's pretty good. Gluten free, I know. Phrase. Yeah. It um it was delicious. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> Jesus! It was a vegan burger. No, no, no. The uh, the oh, bun. The gluten free, <laughs> Karen. Come on. Subtle, a subtle difference. You would be a fucking horrible vegan. Vegan. If if. You know, like they're, they're starting to grow like meat and test tubes and all that sort of stuff nowadays. Like, you know, it's incredible. So, like, most vegans go, oh, you're killing an animal and that's why you shouldn't eat the meat. But if you're growing it in a test tube, what's their excuse? Nothing. I, I reckon there'll still be people that won't do it because they're all natural men. You know what I mean? Mm. Just, uh, 
fucking fuck that. It, you cook me a burger from a test tube, I will devour that shit. I don't care. If it tastes good, I'll eat it. If it tastes good, I'll eat it. <laughs> uh, are you a Star Wars fan? I do all right. All right. Can, uh, can you guys, because I'm going to be seeing the new Star Wars very soon. Yeah. Um, Tell you the plot? Well, no, not quite. What happened in the last Star Wars? And then what do I need to know coming into this Star Wars? Um, so, Han Solo died in the movie mm-hmm. and uh, Princess Leia died in real life. <laughs> oh, farewell, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Not the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Called her Carrie Pickmore the other night. <laughs> Subtly different. <laughs> yeah. No, so, so, what, so what's so happening? What, so what happened? So uh, Han Solo died, got killed by his son. They found Luke in the middle of nowhere because uh, R2-D2 decided to wake up. And um, it was basically the same plot as episode four. Other than that. And what's going to happen in this uh, this new one? I don't know, Kieran. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I well, so the, the last one didn't have that Star Wars credit. <coughs> so that was like an in-between. Yeah, so that one, that Rogue One, mm. was the story before episode, like the first ever Star Wars. It's how they got the plans of the Death Star. Hey, reminder. So I'm not looking at your phone now. I just saw this thing that said, put out the bins. Kieran, you put out your own damn bins. Leave my bins alone. Okay. Anyway, it was uh, set before episode four, but after episode three, Kieran. It's, uh, I'm quite excited. I'm going to be seeing it opening night. Back row, Santa. Oh, a little bit left of Santa. Ladies, he has a free ticket. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to go with him, just give him a call. He will <laughs> <laughs> Not only will he take you out to uh, the movies, he'll also uh, take out your bins. So, one for one. <laughs> if, if you know what I mean. With consent. <laughs> <laughs> Always with consent. We will have signed documentation and Kieran as a witness, but I can't guarantee that Kieran will leave the room. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's in the contract. <laughs> Ow. But, um, yeah. I'm so, so, Star Wars is about a family who really stuffed up the galaxy. And possibly nearly had sibling incest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From a dad who was conceived by immaculate conception. Is, it, is this Space Jesus? Are Maybe. we ta- are we oh, talking about again. Space Jesus? Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Can I put that there? Chewbacca is my absolute favorite character in Star Wars because everyone's like, you know, they got, they got the lightsaber, really cool weapon, it's amazing. They get that sound by putting a microphone in front of one of those old TVs. Do you know that? Oh, I did mm. not know that. Um, so they go like that. It works really well. Um, you know, Han Solo, another cool character, carries a gun. Ch- Chewbacca carries a laser crossbow. <laughs> now, I don't know, like, for me, like, you go, okay, isn't it just a gun? No, 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 no. It's a crossbow that's used lasers. I think we should put the Colorado police on that case. <laughs> <laughs> Sighted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fire the photographer, though. That was just an abysmal shot. <laughs> uh, why, do, why do conspiracy theorists always have the worst equipment? 
Like, <laughs> like, let me take a photo of this once in a lifetime, never before seen, you know, animal or thing or, you know, alien or this and that. <laughs> and it's like never in focus. It looks like it's been taken with one of those uh, di- uh, those uh, know, disposable cameras you get as a kid and just took photos of like nothing. Hey, ghost tracking equipment and tinfoil hats, they're equipment. They, they're, they're, it's expensive equipment. They've only got so much money to get their like phone or camera or whatever. They're, they're not made of money, all right? They, these aren't the hardworking people we think they are. Have you what, guys seen? Well, the people, are, the kind of people who do podcasts from the garage. <laughs> I'll have you take that back. This is a fine studio. <coughs> <laughs> Wall-to-wall egg cartons everywhere. <laughs> send more. <laughs> <laughs> Please, uh, send your egg cartons. We desperately need them. Uh, it's not because we need to put them up on the wall. Er- Kieran just likes to collect them. And he's possibly vegan. See, that's the thing. Like, we're talking like <laughs> egg cartons everywhere around here. It's just because Kieran, this way he keeps his egg carton collection. Right near the, the you got a door, you got a gym. <laughs> <laughs> that's where he keeps his egg carton collection. It's quite immaculate. <laughs> It's excellent, I would even say that. I'm editing that out. out. <laughs> I'm, I'm editing that out. It's, There's a, no it's, way. A, it's a bit of egg humour. <laughs> just just a bit of egg humour. Karen, Karen, tell us about the gym. You been, you getting, you getting swole? This will be the fucking, getting, this will be the, this will be the fucking second time he's told it on this podcast. Uh, thank you very much for asking that question, Noel. And it's uh, great to be here with you in the garage. Not only do we film the oh, sorry not film uh, record the <laughs> <laughs> the podcast we uh, also have a great gym uh, you can do leg presses you can do the the, the arm thing you can <laughs> I don't know what that one's called you can do the push thing the pull thing there's a bike cycle bike and not only that when I actually set it up you can also watch Netflix on the pr- with the projector so fantastic. How does he do it? That's just... I went on the exercise bike this afternoon. Yeah, my question was going to be, not how does he do it, does he actually <laughs> do it? <laughs> so, uh, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great setup. Uh, uh, best equipment as well. Five star? Six star. Six star. Six star. What are we, Dubai? Oh. <laughs> I would consider this my own country, this bit of land. <laughs> Is that legal? As the man of this house. Well, I'm the imam of this house. You know, you just, <laughs> just announce yourself. I'm the attack helicopter of this house. <laughs> so if you just say that you're the imam of some place, you can just claim it. Like, you don't need any qualifications to be an imam. You just have to just announce yourself it. So, I'm now the imam of this podcasting house. I Ta- challenge you on that. I am now the imam of this <laughs> podcast. You know what? I am the most Middle Eastern looking guy here. I that, is, that is fair. <laughs> that is fair. Shut up, Irishman. <laughs> oh, God, I'm black Irish. I'll have you know that. I have darker features. But, um... You're, you're, you're black Irish. <laughs> it's like Northern Italian. <laughs> black Irish. Horribly pale skin. Brown eyes. Brown hair. Black Irish. <laughs> I am also very well hung. Plays basketball. Um, <laughs> I think ladies. there's a theme here. When I say hung, I hung my washing out. Keep your mind out of the gutter, Kieran. Jesus Christ. Hangs uh, <laughs> hangs out washing, puts out bins. What can't this man do? <laughs> I can't type. I can't. 
That's I don't I don't know why you needed to bring that up. <laughs> anyway, here <laughs> I don't like the fact that we're sharing a microphone. <laughs> you, you know what? You go to me. Oh, no, I was coming at the last minute, and by last minute I mean I was here setting up. <laughs> I don't think we should get bogged down in details. Um, I think. Hey, can you explain this picture of Mark Zuckerberg to me again? <laughs> I don't think we should get bogged down in details, but um, uh, Niall and I had... Well, Niall begged. He begged to be on the show. Yep. And I couldn't say no. And I, t- I actually said to Niall, let Turch know that you're coming on the show. Obviously, he didn't. Speaking to the mic, darling. Obviously, he didn't. <laughs> darling. Milo's rubbing off on me. <laughs> <laughs> Pick some up blowout. <laughs> Can we make sure they got the Yoohoo part from now? I can only do what I can. I can only do the best I can. Um, and and obviously you failed to let you know. Yeah. Uh, obviously I knew, but it's not my responsibility to let you know. That's his responsibility. Uh, so shame on our guest, hmm. not letting us know in advance. Shame, shame, shame. And on that note. Past the hour and fi- nearly f- an hour and fifteen minutes we've nearly done here. I think we're I think we've had enough. <laughs> I think it's just rambling now. Yeah, me me. I think that I think that's very true. So I'd like to thank our special guest Niall for coming down today. Woo, Kieran. I'd like to thank you for another fantastic ten out of ten podcast, which more than zero people have downloaded. <laughs> I am uh, I am Turch. We are the We Only Do One Take podcast, and we will see you next Tuesday. Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs>